Okie dokie, it is episode 8 of the Running My Mouth podcast. I am your clean, no, I don't, I don't even know why I'm trying to like come up with stuff. I'm your host, Erin, and um, allow me to run my mouth. So it has become increasingly apparent to me and probably to people who have watched more than one episode of the pod that this this is slowly starting to become a music podcast and you know what I'm okay with that because a lot of music related stuff has happened and is going to happen and I want to talk about it and that's kind of it's not the only thing I have to talk about but it's the primary thing that I want to talk about so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it first and foremostly two new singles this week one of them I was expecting another one out of nowhere. Whoa. So, I mean, let's get into it. The first one, of course, is uh, I, I, I tweeted about it because I'd be tweeting. You should follow me on Twitter, by the way. Um, if not, if you're not following me on Twitter, you're only getting half the story. Um, but Pale Iris era's new single after, let's see, they released Pull From The Ghost. Is that, is that the name of it? Yeah. Pull from the Ghost, like, last July, before they went on tour last year. So, apparently, they, um, they do, they, they enjoy putting out some, you know, little one-off singles. I believe Eye of God was one of those. It wasn't on an album or anything. It was, like, a standalone. And Pull from the Ghost was another standalone. I have the Pull from the Ghost shirt. I'm just not wearing it right now because I wore it this week, and I washed it. And it is in a laundry hamper in my hallway. So... I don't know. I'm wondering, I mean, they must have if they released any new merch with, you know, the single, because that's what the artists do nowadays. They put out a song and they release some merch to go along with it, which honestly, I am not. It's like it's not like I'm not in favor of doing that. It's just that I do kind of hate how a lot of merch is like, you know, limited edition now. I don't know if I enjoy that. Like I've bought some I guess, limited edition merch in the past. I have some older stuff um, that was made by bands that isn't being sold now, like my white um, Invent Animate shirt that was sold before, or I guess was made before um, Marcus came on board. This, this I bought that shirt when they still had the comment in their name, so it's been a while. Um, I Speaking of which, I have quite a few Invent. Well, I wouldn't say quite a few. I only have three. But I have um, the white one that I bought a long time ago. Like, I think when I was in college, I've worn it, I feel like, in several videos at this point on my main channel, not on my podcast channel. Um, and then there is the uh, the Sun Sleeps merch that I bought, which I'm so mad because I, I bought it before I had a washer and dryer. And this is important because um, I wore it to a laundromat. Um, near my home to wash my clothes. And, um, you know, I don't know how many of you have been to a laundromat or have seen like a commercial washing machine, but basically the way that they work is that they have, they're not like your washing machines at home. They have like a little thing at the top and you, you lift it up and you put, you know, your bleach or your detergent or your, your supplies in there. Um, And so I was going to, you know, put my laundry detergent in the thing and I was closing the lid and I guess my hand slipped and I saw some like, you know, some some droplets flying my way. But I thought it was just like water or something. Um, But lo and behold, I get home and I see I have spots all over my black shirt and it was bleach that splashed on splashed on me. And, um, yeah, I don't think I rarely ever wear that shirt out in public because, I mean, the shirt is black and white. Um, it's black and the design is like white. So it's very obvious that something has splashed on my shirt, that something being bleach. So I am a little mad about that. I have my own washer and dryer now, so I don't have to worry about that. And I rarely use bleach when I wash my clothes because most of them are very dark, um, so, you know, it's not something you have to worry about these days, but I am a little mad I got bleach splashed on that shirt. And I recently bought a um, Heavener shirt, the the purple and black one. 
I don't know if I'm going to insert a picture. I might. It really depends on how I feel <laughs> when I'm editing this. But um, they have like a purple and black Heavener shirt, which is um, printed on both sides. So front and back, which I don't typically wear or like buy, especially band shirts that are printed like front and back. Because, I mean, a lot of the times I just don't like the design. But a lot of the times, I mean, for the most part, you know, it's kind of like getting a back tattoo, I think. Because, like, you can't see it yourself, right? Only other people can see it. So, like, if you're wearing a shirt with a thing printed on the back, only other people can see it. So I don't I don't typically like it. But the Heavener shirt is printed front and back. So I think out of, you know, all of the band merch that I have, Invent Animate might be the only one where I have more than one shirt because I'm trying I'm, I'm taking mental inventory of all my band merch which by the way oh I'm wearing the um Beartooth shirt here I'm not even a super big fan of Beartooth I did see them in concert because um let me see who was opening Silverstein was opening on that tour Arrow was opening on that tour The Devil Wears Prada was opening on that tour those openers were like too good for me to miss so obviously I went and saw them and honestly Beartooth they were fine but um they had some merch, and I thought, you know what, I, I might as well buy it. I, I kind of like this shirt. Um, I do wear this one out in public, but I don't think I've worn this one to work because the it's like a purple and black tie-dye, for those who are only listening to the audio version. It's a purple and black kind of tie-dye look with, like, a distressed Beartooth logo in white, and it's pretty big on the front. And um, another thing that, you know, I take into consideration when I'm buying band merch is... Um, whether or not I could actually wear it out in public. Cause a lot of, a lot of band merch, I'm not going to lie. It's fine, but it's like me personally, I would not step out of doors wearing it. Cause like I wanted to buy some merch from Bless the Fall because I'm going to be seeing them next week. And you know, I don't, I don't want to be the, the weirdo not wearing a shirt <laughs> at the show. So like I wanted to buy some merch, but because it's the, the 10th anniversary of the Hollow Bodies tour, the merch that they're selling right now has the hollow bodies um cover on it and i mean i don't know if you look it up if you're you know by a device where you can do this right now look up bless the fall hollow bodies album cover you'll see what i'm talking about i don't know if i want to like wear that out outside outside of like being at a show you know so it's kind of unfortunate because like so i did sort of like it but like I, I'm not gonna wear that outside so that was kind of that was kind of mixed that idea so I have no idea what I'm gonna be wearing um somebody else's shirt that's for sure because <laughs> I, I mean yeah anyways was I talking about Pale Iris um as for the song itself I think it's fine which is interesting you know era they're they're one of my favorite bands maybe not my favoriteest you know because you know when I'm thinking about a band that is my favorite, I do also take into consideration, like, the totality of their, I guess, discography. And for the most part, I've only kind of listened, like, I started listening to Arrow when Self-Titled came out. And they have, like, so much music before that that I haven't even, like, heard or listened to. I think the only song that I had known from Era before Self-Titled came out was Skylines and maybe drift because it would come up on the radios that I would listen to on Spotify sometimes. So I should listen to their older stuff because it is pretty good. I do like it, but I feel like their um, post self-titled era, I, I like that as well. And the song Pale Iris is pretty good. Um, but the unexpected one that came out and I'm like, oh yes, I'm just, I'm eating so much today. Um, particularly on the day that it came out was Vildjarta. Another band that I've only started that's been around for a while doesn't really have all that music, all that much music out, and I've only really started listening to them recently. I can't even really remember how I found them. I think, yeah, I don't even know. That's a great question. I have no idea how I like because it definitely wasn't on Metalcore subreddit. It might have just been you know randomly recommended to me on. Spotify. I'm assuming that's how I found out about them because I genuinely can't remember. But anyways, um, I've been listening to their album uh, Mastodon Under... Okay, most of this is going to be in Swedish. So, you know, 
I don't speak Swedish. I'm just going to preface it with that. So I'm probably going to say this very wrong, but Mastodon under Vatten, which is uh, Swedish for Seagull Town Underwater, which didn't make sense to me until I like actually started listening to the album, like actively listening to it because there are some parts like in between songs where it, it sounds like seagulls so you know there's like a there's a whole motif there there's a whole probably a whole story being told this particular album by them pretty sure it's entirely in Swedish so I don't know what the story is but I know there's one there um so yeah I started listening to that not long after it came out actually that's a lie I listened to it last year because it came out in 2021 I definitely wasn't listening to it in 2021 but anyways that's neither here nor there I've been listening to Viltarta a little bit more recently and um, I've actually been listening to their EP Thousands of Evils um, because you know I was just at work I listen to music a lot at work especially when I'm editing which is not something that I thought I would be able to do previously because you know for me anyways I feel like editing is something that requires my full attention and video editing I should specify something that requires my full attention but you know I, I some of my coworkers like listen to music while they work and I tried it out and I'm like oh this is actually you know possible so I listen to music a lot when I work and I started listening to Thousands of Evils at work and I was like, oh, this kind of this kind of hits, this kind of slays. And that's partially or maybe entirely in English. I can't remember Thousands of Evils. But um, so on this Wednesday, um, Pale Iris was supposed to come out. It came out on YouTube, but for whatever reason, it came out the next day technically the next day at midnight on streaming services. But, um, you know, you know, when you go to the homepage, I'm looking at my phone right now, it has Spotify. So, you know, when you go to like your homepage and sometimes you see like, ooh, new releases. And I was expecting to see Pale Iris there because I had it already pre-saved and I thought, I didn't see it in my library yet. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll see it on the homepage. Um, but I didn't see Pale Iris on the homepage. I saw something from Viltiarta called Din, <laughs> again, it's, it's 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 Swedish. I don't know Swedish, okay? Din spank sp- You know what? We're not even going to do this. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go on I'm going to go on Google Translate and I'm going to I'm going to let her tell me. So, let's see. Let me see. Do, do, do. Okay. No. What did I just do? Stop. Okay. I'm trying I'm trying to get <laughs> Is this it? Nope. I, I spelled that wrong. It's then. Let's see. Uh, is that it? Yes, that's it. Okay. So this this is this is the name of the uh, the the single. Den I hope you could hear that. I could, I don't I don't think I heard it in my headphones even. I'm gonna do it again. Den yeah, and it translates to Spanish feeling in English. Don't know what it means. The song is in Swedish again. I don't care. The vibes are great. Um, it's a really good single. I feel like it's um, so it's about seven minutes long, and it has like you know, multiple sections in it. I love. I I okay. I I like a long song. I like a really long song. I think long songs they're nice, but I also like it when a long song has like sections you know like there's a there's a there's a progression there <laughs> and I mean much like most of Viltarta's music it does so I've been listening to that one a lot you know over the last I mean few days it's been out since Wednesday um and also just listening to Thousands of Evils because I do really like it it's, it's a great little EP it's um only 24 minutes I mean it's an EP but you know it's a a, a, a nice little album so I guess that means at some point in the future, we're going to get hopefully more um, Viltiarta music, hopefully a new album. Because, I mean, Masses and Undervatten came out in 2021, which, let's see, 2021, we can assume this next album might be coming out in, like, 2024. I feel like that's a good amount of space between two albums. But uh, Era Self-Titled, when did that come out? I feel like that came out in, like, 2019. I know it didn't. I, I think it came out in 2021. But it feels like it's been out for, like, a bajillion years. Probably because I've just been listening to it so much for so long. <laughs> when did this come out? 2021. So they, they both had albums come out around the same time. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just ready. Ready for some, some new music. 
ready for some tours to support this new music. Era's been touring, honestly, kind of nonstop in the past couple of years. Because, I mean, after the pull from the ghost... Well, I mean, before the pull from the ghost tour, they were supporting Beartooth. And then after that, I can't quite remember. I feel like maybe they started supporting Bad Omens on two separate Bad Omens tours. Okay. And I think they might still be like on tour somewhere. So they've been like, they've been hitting the road. And you know, if they if they wanted to take a break, I would understand because they've been kind of out here in, in these cities, like working real hard. So like, you know, I would appreciate a, um, a, why can't I think of the word, a tour to uh, support whatever this new album is. And I hope you know, when they inevitably come back to Birmingham, it will be on a Friday or at least on the weekend so I can actually go again. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be lots of fun to have this um, this new album come out. And I am greatly looking forward to it. I feel like there's something else I wanted to say as regards to, like, new music or music that I've been listening to, but I can't think of it. Anyways, I went to another show on Tuesday, this Tuesday. Um to see uh, a band called Careful Gaze, plus some other some other bands that were there, or I guess musicians. I'll call them musicians because they weren't all bands. So it was um, at another, I don't even know if I said the venue last time. And if I haven't, well then good, because I'm not going to say it this time. But the same place that I went to see Final Gasp and the other collection of bands, including the Uncle Punk band, um, was the same place that I went to this Tuesday. And um, it was definitely, it wasn't, it wasn't punk music that was here. It was definitely a, a good mix of genres, I think. Not really a very eclectic mix. Like, it wasn't like R&B and then like hardcore. Honestly, that would be kind of kind of an interesting experience to see like an R&B artist followed by a hardcore band. Let's make it happen. I don't know who's in charge of that, but whomever... I just want to see what would happen, basically, if, you know, after everyone's finished vibing, like, the pit opens up. <laughs> it's, it's just a really funny visual to me. I don't know. But anyways, um, the first band that went on... Okay, first of all, I should say, the show started at 9 o'clock, which is kind of late. I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like the other shows that I've been to, the, the doors open at, like, 6, and the show starts at 7, and... Obviously, the show goes past 9 o'clock to, like, maybe 10 or 11, but, like, starting at 9 on a Tuesday at that, that was kind of a lot. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> especially considering, like, I had to go to work the next day. That was kind of crazy, but, you know, I I just really wanted to see this show, so I made myself go. Um, and I was honestly low-key kind of tired after work on Tuesday, too, so that was that was certainly a choice. It was a choice that I had made. But anyways, the first musician that went on was called Popper. And I'm going to let you sit there and guess um, why they were called Popper. I'll tell you later, but I'm just going to like get a little thought in your head. If you're watching this on YouTube, put down in the comment section right now, why do you think this band was called Popper. I'll give you a little bit of time to do so before I tell you the real answer. But just just get some, you know, some thoughts in your head as to what what why they were called that. Okay? So, I'm going to let you do that. But in the meantime, um I'm not entirely sure what the genre was aside from like ambient maybe I don't want to say beach wave because I feel like I just made something up. I, it probably does exist, but I don't know what it is. But basically, there was a guy. And first of all, he's from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Um, and I saw this in Jackson. So I don't know how far Hattiesburg is from Jackson, but I think it might be around two hours, something like that. Anyways, um, he had like a, a little MacBook and a keyboard like on a piece of like wood <laughs> that was, I guess, specifically made to you know, put the MacBook up like on a, a platform and the keyboard kind of below it. And I'm not entirely sure what he was doing on the MacBook, but I feel like he was doing something. That's for sure. And uh, it was it was very ambient. There wasn't a lot of, you know, percussion. It was really all just vibes. And honestly, I did like it a lot. And um, 
there there was one there is one song that I uh, was really grooving to. I'm I'm really trying to like think about what to compare it to, but the only the thing that was running through my mind, I'll say this while I was listening to it, was the Fez soundtrack, which I don't know if that's a good enough comparison or a more um or an accurate comparison even, but that's kind of what it was reminding me of. At the same time, I guess the more ambient songs on the Umarangi Generation soundtrack. Um, but it kind of sounded like that. Like if you if you if you made the songs from both of those soundtracks like really long and also um, removed all the percussion goodness from them that is what popper was and honestly i found it very enjoyable i didn't really know what to expect going into this one because i wasn't 100 percent sure on the genre of most of the bands except for careful gaze because i had listened to some of their songs on spotify um before um before coming to the show and so you know i thought that was enjoyable um let's see the oh I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. Obviously, I have to tell you why Popper is called Popper. So at the uh, very end of his set, um, I mean, he he took a nice, big, hefty hit of some VCR head cleaner. Um, and that's why he's called Popper, which is an interesting choice. You know, I mean, like, I get it. Like, if you want to have a gimmick, then fine. That's fine love that for you but why why poppers you know I don't like do poppers even get you like high like that like what because listen okay the my only context for poppers and doing poppers is when you know people are about to do things in their butt and I don't think he was about to do that so you know I don't know listen if I hey you know what slay I don't know I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, that was, um, yeah, I figured out why it was called Popper. I'm like, oh, that's a, you know, a lot of bands and a lot of musicians and a lot of artists have like wacky names that, you know, aren't just like their names. Um, that kind of, maybe sometimes they do mean something. Maybe sometimes they don't mean something. In this case, I suppose it did mean something. So, you know what? Good for him. Love that for him. Um, next band, I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to forget what they were called. I think it, you know what? I'm just going to try to find my ticket in my email to, to like, find out. Because cause I really did forget. Let me see. Do, do, do. Is this? That's not even the right email. Go back to this one. Boopity-boo. Hold music while I find out. Here we go. Let me see. Was it even on here? Um... No, I don't think it was because the lineup changed. So I don't think the whole lineup was on the ticket. I'm trying to remember what they were called. I genuinely can't remember what they were called. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think, hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the cellular. I, I know where to find it. I know where to find it. I know where to find it. And I'm going to go find it here. Um, let me see. Um, come on, load. Come on, load. Where is this? Here we go. D dark Room? Are they called Dark Room? Yes, they were called Dark Room. Okay, so also from Hattiesburg, Dark Room was, I, I don't know, I'm just going to call them indie because I really don't know what to describe them as, but they're two guys, you know, from Hattiesburg. Um, one of them had a guitar, the other one had like a keyboard, but not like a full-size keyboard, but it was one of those keyboards where you can like do wacky things on them, so it wasn't just like a regular keyboard. I'm not entirely sure what to call it. I'm going to call it a MIDI controller because that's kind of what it look like to me you know one of those like half not even half like a third of a keyboard with like a bunch of knobs and buttons on it and then like a drum machine which I thought was honestly kind of cool because I've never seen like a drum machine be used like in a performance because anyways it was um I don't know what kind of drum machine it was I think it might have been a Roland or something and uh, one of them had a guitar or anything yeah a guitar not a bass it was a guitar and, um, you know, just kind of indie music, pretty enjoyable. You know, they sounded good. I was like, yeah, this is this is nice. I, I like this. I'm having a good time. And so, you know, they were fine. I don't really have much to say about them other than they were fine. And the police are outside. 
ruining the vibe. Um, so the uh, I believe they were the headliner. They were the headliner, but they weren't the last to go on for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I know why. Because someone had dropped out, I think, last minute. And then the last band had come in to fill up their spot. That still doesn't explain why they were, like, not last. Because I'm, I'm, like, 90% sure they were the headliner. So Careful Gaze, they're kind of... Um, I'll call them post-hardcore. Post-hardcore band from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Very far from home. Like, whoa. Like, so, so far from home. You know, and they actually, in between one of the songs... Well, okay, before I say what I'm about to say, let me just say, they were great. I loved, you know, the performance. It was fun. There's a lot of energy as well. Um, you know, just, just a great time. Um, and... Oh, what was I going to say? They have some songs that I did like. I don't know the names of them, though, so I can't even really tell you. So that was kind of useless. But anyways, look them up on Spotify. They're on Spotify. Listen to their songs. They're good. I can't remember if they said they had new music coming out or not. They might have. But I can't remember. So it kind of doesn't matter. But um, something, I mean, I guess this just goes to show, like, how messed up the United States of America is that I never even heard about this until he said something about it. But I think either a week ago or two weeks ago up in... You know what? This this I am going to look up because I don't want to get anything wrong because it was kind of almost fumbled my phone there. It was kind of um, an insane situation. So in Minneapolis, at a at a punk show in Minneapolis, there was like a, a mass shooting and one person died and seven people were injured. It was at this place called Nudie Land. And um, again, never even heard that this had happened until the lead singer of Careful Gaze like started talking about it. And it's a really tragic situation because, first of all, they haven't caught the person that person or people, because I think in the articles that I read, there may have been two people involved and they basically just opened fire on a group of people at a punk show. And um, the last thing that I read about it was that, you know, it might have been a targeted thing who they were targeting is unclear because again they still haven't found the people who were doing it so it was just really sad especially you know as the the singer for careful I don't know his name which is really unfortunate but as the singer for careful gaze kind of put it like you know a lot of people go to these shows these like punk shows and alternative shows and hardcore shows and all that as a kind of a refuge from the real world like and to have that happen at a place where you're just trying to, you know, have a good time, maybe with your friends or, you know, see some live music, have a senseless act of violence like that, it sucks. I it, 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 it just sucks. Like, there's really no other way to put it other than it, it's really, really unfortunate that that happened. And, um, you know, they had such a, a connection, of course, to, well, I mean, they're from Minneapolis. So they were, they were also saying like, you know, it, it could have been, could have been us. It could have been, you know, somebody we knew. It could have been, you know, and I don't know how like tight knit or small the Minneapolis punk scene is. I would assume it's a little bit bigger than Jackson, Mississippi, just because Minneapolis, Minnesota is larger than Jackson, Mississippi. But, you know, it's still kind of something to think about. And it was just, just sad. You know, it's just sad. It's, what else can you say about it other than it's sad? And I hope they catch the people who did it because, I mean, I don't know, man. Not to be a downer, but, you know, that was something that was said at the show and I thought I would share it. So I did. But um, anyways, Careful Gaze, really good. Really sounded really good live as well. Um, again, a surprising amount of people just raw dogging that sound. I always bring my earplugs with me when I go to shows. So, and I always use them. So to just see people, nothing, nothing protecting their ears, just surprising and confusing. Like, aren't you in pain right now? Like, aren't, aren't you literally hurting? Aren't your ears like literally like busting because of the sound? Like, come on. I don't know how people do it. I listen, the only concert that I've been to that I've not had ear protection at was the very first one that I went to, which was a Panic at the Disco concert. But also at the same time, I was at, what, the BJCC in Birmingham? 
which is like a big arena. So I feel like you could get away with doing that, even though my ears were hurting a little bit after that. Um, I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't recommend doing that again, even if it was at a, a large venue. Maybe if it was outside, I could see myself seeing live music without ear protection. But I don't know. Just stop doing that. Like, stop it. No, don't do that. Come on. You need to be safe. Having tinnitus isn't fun. I don't have it, but you know, I could have. The amount of shows that I've been to, like this close to speakers, like those those earplugs, I gotta I gotta plug them again. Pun intended. Um, Eargasm, they are almost forty dollars, but I've been using them, and they are low key a little bit uncomfortable. But I've been using them at every show that I've been to since um, the the second ever concert that I went to, which was. I believe the Beartooth one. Actually, that's not even true because I took him out halfway through the, the Beartooth show. But again, we were in a theater and I was like kind of far away. So I feel like I get away with it. But these smaller venues that I've been to, I think not. No, ma'am. Could not Could not do it. Could not be me. Not I. Not I. But anyways, um, Careful Gaze was not the last show to come on. Or what? Last group to come on. <laughs> um... At the very end, I want to say around 11 o'clock, um, there's this other group called, I believe they're called Smokies. Um, and when I tell you that was a band full of like somebody's children, <laughs> I mean, literally somebody's children. Cause like the main, like the singer in Smokies, like I met his mom. He was, she was like standing next to me, like getting pictures, like you're doing great, sweetie, literally. Like, they sounded great, though. They sounded really great. They had a lot of energy on stage. As far as genre goes, I don't know, just, like, rock, alt-rock, kind of, that kind of thing. Um, they sounded great, you know. I I was talking to my mom about it this morning because, you know, I tell her about these things that I go to. And I, I just told her, you know, the children, they are our future. And, okay, I, I said they were somebody's kids, but they... I want to say at the oldest, they might have been like in the 10th grade. Because like when I when I had first got to the venue, which, by the way, not a lot of people were there, not as many as the, the first time that I went there, which is a little sad, but because everyone who performed was so good. But um, when I got there, I had seen like these um, like teenagers kind of going in and out of the venue, like um, bringing in equipment and stuff. And I'm like, OK, there's some some teens helping out. But um, no, they were. uh they were they were performing very late at night, by the way, because if if my you know calculations are correct and they were, you know, tenth grade, they had to go to school the next day, <laughs> unless they were unless all of them were like homeschooled or something, which I don't know. I mean, they it did seem they had supportive parents because both the lead singer at the very least, mom and dad was there. So honestly, that was that was sweet and heartwarming. But at the same time. These kids got to go to school. Like, why are they not in? Why are they not tucked in? Why are they not catching Z's? It's 11 o'clock. Like, I mean, great that um, they have a couple more shows coming up. I've seen advertised. So, like, they're, they're getting they're getting around, which is good for their music. But, you know, listen, I don't care what you do after high school, but you got to at least finish high school. Like, I, you know, I don't want to. I want to be like, ooh, college is the only way, but at the very least, finish high school, for Christ's sake. Like, come on. I, you know, not to say that they were like all dropouts or whatever, but, you know, it was 11 o'clock on school night. It was a little late. I, I, that's all I got to say. But, um, again, they sounded great. I don't think they even have any music that's like out, um, but yeah, so after the show at midnight, exactly, I, bro, I got in there. It was Tuesday. I left. It was Wednesday. <laughs> That's how late it was. Okay. And usually, listen, I I am someone who, who likes to get her eight hours. I, I do love sleeping, love it so much. Not, not been a, a nap queen as much recently, but Sleeping at night is one of my favorite things to do. And especially considering I had work the next day, I feel like I didn't even sleep. I felt like I was, you know, you know, when you're like about to fall asleep and you're like still a little bit awake. I felt like that's what I was like. I never, I never entered REM sleep. 
And according to my Fitbit, I think I got maybe like five and a half hours because I woke up like right at seven, I think, which is pretty late to wake up for me. I'm not going to lie. So uh, I'm not about to look. I don't care that much. But um, got in pretty late. Oh, before I left, though, I got a shirt. I got a new band shirt. New band merch dropped. I would show it to you. But again, I wore it this week. So it's in the hamper. Um, I got a careful gaze shirt. And oh, man, I want to get it. Because I really like it. It goes kind of hard. It's really simple, but dang it. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. I got the shirt. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> okay. So before I left the show, I, I saw that they had a, a merch table set up in inside the venue. And I was looking over at some of the stuff. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is kind of nice. I might want something. And so before I left, I made sure to get a shirt. And I like this one because I don't have any band merch that's like that or like this when I'm about to show you because I guess it's well I mean I'll just show you I will just I will just show you this is this is my I don't know how you can see it this is my careful gaze shirt well I'm kind of blocking the mic there we go this is my careful gaze shirt you can you can you can tell that it says careful gaze just a little bit but I don't have a shirt like this I don't have a shirt that has like the you know like death metal-y logo on it because I, I I don't listen to death metal so you know that that would be why I don't have anything like that but also I don't know if you can tell but it's pink it's pink on black this goes so hard I love it this is like I'm not gonna lie it's gonna be up there with one of my favorite band shirts that I own I mean it's simple yet effective pink on black it's printed really nicely and I, I like it a lot and I wore it the next day at work on Wednesday nobody said anything about it though I was hoping someone would ask me, but uh, they didn't. So, you know, it's it's fine. But um, I don't think I've ever, like, bought merch at a show. Because usually when I go to concerts, first of all, they're a little bit bigger. I'll say this. They're a little bit bigger than the ones that I've been going to here in Jackson. And um, honestly, you know, by the end of it, I've been standing up for God knows how many hours. I just want to, like, get back to my hotel and um, just, like, leave. So... <laughs> I don't usually buy merch after shows. And also, I don't buy merch during shows because I don't want to lose my spot. I I really don't like, you know, losing my spot wherever I'm standing because it's, it's going to be kind of hard to get it back. But I mean, where I was on Tuesday, it wasn't going to be hard to get my spot back. So I wasn't really worried about it. And I mean, it was after the show. And I just, I just really like the shirt. So, you know, I'm hoping... It'll stay with me for many years, even if careful gaze like falls off, I could say, or even if they don't fall off, if they get big, I can say, I saw them in Jackson, Mississippi when they were just so tiny, so tiny, so tiny, nobody knew them. I knew them before they got big. I bought a shirt from the singer because he was literally sitting at the merch table selling the merch, which gotta appreciate. And you know, it's a great shirt. I love this shirt. If, if anyone in careful gaze is watching, slay i love it i just i'm not i'm not a pink person i'm not really a pink person you know um pink was one of my favorite colors when i was like a child and i didn't really have like an anti-pink era when i was like in my weird teenager phase because i mean i kind of grew out of pink not long after it was my favorite color and i moved on to brown being my favorite color for some reason um but I don't know. I got I got to I got to appreciate it. I got to appreciate it. It honestly, it's great. I love this shirt. Probably one of my favorite shirts that I own. I have been thinking about doing a video kind of chronicling my musical tastes. I've only I've only been recording for 40 minutes. Feels like I've been here for an hour. But anyways, I think I thought about doing a video chronicling my musical tastes or I don't know something similar to that through the band merch that I own. I'm going to adjust this real quick because I feel like this is like too low for some reason. There we go. That's a little bit better. Okay, now it just sank down a little bit. This mic stand is fickle. I, I just need to stop touching it. After. There we go. That's a little bit better. Um, do a video or something going through all of the like band merch that I own because I am... I have quite a few shirts obviously I have my wall of vinyls which is just out of frame here um I think that's really all of the band merch that I have I mean I got a guitar pick from Jeremy from the Devil Wears Prada but I don't think that's really band merch because I didn't pay for it 
Um, and also, it's just it's just a, literally a regular guitar pick. There's nothing special about it. But honestly, listen, I've talked about it a lot, but it's really been on the brain because my birthday is coming up. Surprise! Actually, in fact, by the time this video comes out, or this podcast episode comes out, I'm trying to see on the calendar. Um, okay, no, it will not have been my birthday, but it will be close to my birthday. My birthday is September 2nd. And I'm hoping, kind of like last year, I'll get a bunch of people commenting on my <laughs> Sims Iceberg video being like, happy birthday. Because honestly, that was that was really nice. That was, that was so nice when that happened. Like, that was that was great. I don't know if it's going to happen again this year. But if it is, if it is great, if it isn't, fine. You know, but um, yeah, my being able to see, you know, the Devil Wears Prada which again, not not a band that I'm like super duper into. Like I like them a lot. I like seeing them live a lot because they put on a great show. But having that experience on my birthday last year was special beyond words. And, you know, even though I was there alone by myself, like I am most of the time, I still think one of the one of the greatest experiences of my life. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Like no exaggeration, no hyperbole, one of the greatest experiences of my life. And now that my birthday is coming up again in, I think now two weeks, exactly two weeks. Today's Saturday. So yeah, it's almost exactly two weeks. And um, right now I don't really have anything planned. I haven't been trying to plan anything, but I, um, a lot's been going on. I'll leave it at that. But, um, you know, I, I don't really have anything planned this year. Um, was talking to my mom about potentially going somewhere, but I don't know yet. It, probably not. It is It is a little soon to be planning things, especially on Labor Day weekend. And my mom had the audacity to be like, it would be you to be born on Labor Day weekend. And I'm like, first of all, lady, that wasn't something I could control. You know, you should have held me in for another week. Okay. Like, if you didn't want me to be born on Labor Day weekend, that was up to you. You could have had me induced. Like, let's let's not make any, <laughs> which, is that even true? Can you, I don't know if this was true in 1999 when I um, debuted, but, like, I know now, like, you can, like, plan when your kid is born, which is kind of weird. I mean, within, like, a reasonable, you know, what do you call it, a reasonable range. Like, you can't be like, oh, I, I, I want my baby to be born at 20 weeks, because that's not... Actually, I don't, I don't know how early you can be premature and like still be okay. There are some, some, some people out there who have probably have been born very prematurely and turned out, you know, fine. But, um, why am I talking about this? This is weird. Anyways, <laughs> I don't really have anything planned for my birthday. Thankfully, I won't have to work on it. Um, however, if my birthday did fall during the week, I would take the day off. Like I'm not working on my birthday. The only reason I couldn't do it, um... The last time my birthday fell during the week was because it was literally a month after I had started my first job. And um, I don't even know if I had any time off to take. Um, honestly, my time off at this job is so good. I get like one day a month, which feels, you know, doesn't feel like a whole lot. But in my previous job, I was getting half a day a month. And so in order to get like a few days, it would, it would take quite a while. Well, technically, the, the, the scheme was, I think, two hours every pay period. And there are two pay periods a month. So it's about a half a day a month or something close to that. I don't know. Um, all I know is that my last job, my time off accrual was not great. But I had tons of medical time off because I don't get sick. But I didn't get paid for any of it. It would have been nice if I could. But I guess legally they're not obligated to. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. So recently at my my job, my occupation, somebody that I used to work with uh, started working with me at my new job here. And we have just been, she's been, she's been spilling all the tea to me. And honestly, you know, I have been working, okay, not to care as much as I have about my old job because it's been what's today? Today's the 19th. Tomorrow will be the 20th. It'll be six months since I've been at this job that I am now. And I realistically have no reason to be caring this much 
as I do, or I guess I did, because I'm starting to care a little bit less now, but as much as I did about my old job six months down the line, like, this is not, you know, I was going to say, you know, this isn't like a bad breakup or anything like that. But honestly, it feels like a bad breakup. Uh, at least I was the one who, um, you know, I was the one to break up with them. They didn't break up with me because I've never been fired. And, you know, that sounds impressive until you realize that I've worked very few places. I'm going to count. Let's see. One, two, three. Hold on. I got to do that again because I got confused in my head. So there's a job that I worked when I was like 15 during the summer that I got paid $40 for, which was kind of lame, but whatever. Um, there was doing work study in college, which I suppose technically you could get fired from, but I never did because um, I'm a good worker, perhaps. Um, I did work study in college. And then the summer after, I think my sophomore year, I worked for that same person and made more than $40, but it was still kind of lame. And I ended up uh, quitting like a week or so before school started. Cause I just I couldn't tolerate being there anymore. Um, and then I'm, I don't know if I want to count doing work study in college again. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, so that's three right there. Technically only two employers, but three separate jobs, I guess that I've had. Um, I did want to work more when I was in college, like aside from work study, because the way that work study worked when I was in school was that it was need-based or I guess yeah need-based and all of my money went to my tuition so I didn't even see any of it so I mean like yeah I was working technically like I got a w-2 and everything but I didn't see any of that money so honestly do I even want to count it um I will because technically it was like a w-2 job I will say the other the other two jobs that I mentioned got paid under the table out of a cash box at the end of the week. So that was interesting. Um, paid. <laughs> I hope the IRS isn't listening because I paid no tax on that. But again, I was what, 18 when I worked there? Like if they wanted to do things the legit way, they could have. They just didn't feel like it. So that's not my problem. Not my problem. Honestly, you know what? I'm not going to get into it because this isn't. <laughs> no, I am going to get into it. I feel like, okay, I had this job that I worked at in my hometown. There was this um, t-shirt shop. Well, it did more than like shirts. They did, you know, decals and business cards, brochures, a lot of different promotional materials and stuff. And, oh man, I, you know, I don't even, <laughs> I'm going to tell the story because I think, I think it's important because I feel like I felt a lot of those feelings when I was working my previous job. Um... So in, in designing stuff, you know, sometimes you'll want, you'll, you'll have people asking for certain things. So we had um, a number of people uh, with family reunions. Obviously, you want to get the family reunion shirt. And usually family reunion shirts are very simple. There's not really a whole lot of, you know, graphic design that goes into it. Um, but what my employer encouraged me to do was to take images off of Google images and use that for the stuff that people paid for, paid money, real money, not monopoly money. And that's, I don't know if it's like explicitly illegal, but that's definitely against something like you can't do that anymore. And let me see, this is back in 2018. I'm pretty sure Adobe stock existed. You know, I stock existed you know, all of those stock image services definitely existed. And he was like, first of all, first of freaking all, how could I forget this? My employer, um, you know, when I, when I had first like met him, I, he like asked me, you know, obviously like, what's your name? And I told him my name's Aaron. And he's like, Hmm, do you have like a nickname or something? And I legitimately don't really have any nicknames. People just are out here calling me by my first name, which is like fine. It's always been like that. So like I told him, no, I don't really have any nicknames. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, and this, by the way, this is when I was 15 because this is the first time that I worked for him. I was like, I mean, I have a friend that calls me Vicky sometimes because, you know, at the time, one of my friends, literally one of my friends, called me Vicky because there are two, well, there are three Aaron's in my grade, but there are two Aaron's that she hung out with. So there's Aaron with an A, that was me, and then Aaron with an E, 
and she called for some reason i was the one to get the nickname not gonna dwell on that for too long but anyways like why couldn't i be aaron anyways <laughs> anyways it's literally not important it was like big bet i'm just gonna start calling you vicky from now on and he never called me by my real name after that which i mean is fine whatever i i did find it a little strange why he was so insistent on not calling me by my first name but i guess on some level i had sort of allowed him to just call me vicky like nobody else called me that and that one friend who called me that barely even called me that so like i don't know aside from the weird nickname he oh he did this in front of somebody else too, which was so freaking messed up. Oh God, Ugh. I'm getting mad about this all over again. But since we're talking about old jobs, we're gonna get into it. Let's talk about something other than music, shall we? Let's talk about my old job, right? When I was designing t-shirts for this guy and um, in front of somebody else who I think was a client, by the way. So super embarrassing on his part, not really mine, that he would talk down to me in front of someone who's supposed to be paying him money for a service. Um, so I was like, you know, I, I think it's a little weird, right? I told him this, I think it's a little weird that we use stuff from like Google images. Like, isn't there a better way to, you know, do this? Like, and the guy, the guy told me that he used to be like an architect. So it wasn't like he couldn't draw or anything like that. And, you know, all I need is like a freaking vector image of a tree so I can put it on this family you know, family reunion t-shirt for these people. And he's like, you know, Vicky, I, I paid for a tree once and it was too much money. So you know what? I'm just going to take it off of Google images and we're just going to do it like that because I'm, I'm, I paid for a tree. I'm not going to do it again. And then he laughed at me. He, no, before he said that, he laughed at me. He heartily laughed at me, just had a hee hee ha ha time because I told him that, hey, maybe we shouldn't be using other people's images that they created off of Google Images to, to put it on promotional materials for people that we were making things for, right? I got so many stock images off of Google Images, like what I used to do with my YouTube videos for like a joke, but we were selling this to people, okay? People were paying for this, right? So... I feel like that's kind of not even a legal gray area. I feel like that's straight up illegal. But, um, you know, he even showed me how to take watermarks off of pictures. <laughs> so, you know, that that's who we were working with here. A guy who wouldn't, you know, pay for a stock image service and was paying me out of a cash box every week. OK, this this is who we were dealing with. And he laughed at me and he was like, ah, <laughs> you're so naive, you know, why would I pay for a tree when I could find one for free on the internet? And it's like, I, I really didn't appreciate that. I really didn't appreciate that. And already I was like kind of over the whole thing because, you know, by that time in a couple of weeks, I would have been, you know, going back to school anyway. So I wouldn't have to be working for him for much longer anyway. So I was like, you know what? I mean, fine, whatever. So after, you know, that Friday when he um, gave me my money out of a cash box, okay, my, <laughs> I think I was making maybe $150 a week. It really depended. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I was paid by the hour. I had to keep up with my own timesheet. I'm pretty sure I still have that timesheet too. It's on a hard drive somewhere. But anyways, you know, keeping up with my own timesheet, making sure I'm paid the amount of money I need to be paid which I think was like $10 an hour, which I mean, you know, for someone getting paid out of a cash box for from someone who didn't want to pay for a stock image service, you know, that's not terrible. I mean, it's not a lot, but it could have easily been like, yeah, no, I'm going to pay you $7.50 an hour. And it's not like I had to pay rent or anything like that. I was, I was pocketing that money. Um, but anyways, I think, what did I do? So after he uh, laughed at me in front of a client for being so audacious as to suggest that maybe we shouldn't be taking pictures off of Google images. Um, and then after the Friday, I think it was after the Friday that I got, you know, paid cause I was paid each Friday. Um, I wrote him an email being like, I need to focus on school. It's going to be starting up soon. You know, it's time for me to go back to school and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and and, and I made a note. <laughs> I made a point to sign the email off with Aaron and not Vicky because that's not my freaking name. OK. And 
Um, what else did I do? There was something else that happened. So um, for whatever reason, I had set up or I was using my Google Drive account to host a lot of like our projects and stuff. And, you know, I had, of course, saved all of it. But I think I moved all of it off of a hard drive or off onto a hard drive. And then I deleted it from my Google Drive account because I didn't need it anymore. And like the next day, I get like a, a very, very worried sounding text saying like, hey, um, where's all our files? And then eventually I like sent it to him. I don't know if he thinks I did that on purpose. I didn't even think that would he would, um, you know, no longer have access to that. So I definitely wasn't doing it maliciously, but, you know, having him like text me, I think it was in the middle of the night too. Like at, it was at a strange hour. I'll put it that way. I mean like, Hey, where's the files? That was low key, a little bit funny to me. I ended up giving it to him. Obviously I wasn't going to withhold it. That wouldn't have made sense, but yeah. I don't know what it is with my male bosses and just like not respecting me. I it's, it feels like a, it feels like a pattern. <laughs> Listen, like I, it feels like a pattern. And now my boss, she, she's great. She's a lady. And she honestly, sometimes I feel like over respects me. You know, it, it feels really weird sometimes. Cause she, she doesn't just do this with me. She like does it with everyone in our department, but she like always gasses us up and like, is like, Oh, this is amazing. This is great. I love all the work that you do. All of that, like really positive, really positive affirmations from her. And it's always great, especially considering who I used to work for. So, you know, it's, um, it's a breath of fresh air, just a breath of fresh air. I don't know how else to describe it other than I just love my job now. And, you know, I'm very glad to not be working where I was working in January. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think about, you know, other jobs that I've had, but I really haven't worked a lot of places. Like I wanted to work more than I have worked, but my parents were like, when I was in college anyway, my parents were like, no, your job is going to school. But like, here I am sitting in my dorm room with like $3 in my bank account. Or okay, I, I was never left with $3 in my bank account. I was left with negative $3 in my bank account. I can talk about that a little bit. Um, I don't want to put my dad on blast though, but I feel like even saying my dad <laughs> was the reason for it is putting him on blast a little bit. He ended up giving me my money back, but, and I didn't really have a whole lot to begin with, but you know, that was what got me to get my own bank account, like separate from him that he couldn't access because one day I came back from class and I checked my bank account because that was something that I did frequently back then. I guess I still do it frequently. I don't know, but, um, I saw that I had negative $3 in my bank account and I started to understandably freak out because here I am in this other city with like less than no money. I don't even think I had any cash in my wallet. So, you know, to, to, to open, open up your bank account and see that, you know, expecting to have at minimum like $50 in there and you have negative three, that's a bit much. And of course in the, um, transaction history, I see my dad's name having taken out however much money was in there. And, you know, I, I, I honestly freaked out a lot for some reason. I can't remember how it was set up. It was a credit union bank account. And I had, um, first got it set up when I was like 12. to like, you know, have a bank account. Finally, I got my debit card when I was about 12, 12 years old. Um, and it was linked to my dad's account. Cause I guess I was a minor when it was set up. So I guess that's how it worked. I don't know. I don't particularly care either to get the details right. But um, my dad could, you know, easily put money into my account, but also take money out of my account. And I think what had happened was um, the way that it was set up was that my bank account was being used at my as my dad's like overdraft protection account. So like if it charged a little bit too much on his bank account, then it took a little bit out of my account as well. And it did that automatically. So yeah, that's how it ended up happening. Not great, not a great thing to endure at um, your big age of 19 years. But when I, was I 19 when that happened? I might have been 18, 18 or 19. I didn't have a whole lot of money to begin with. I didn't have a job. 
I wanted to have a job when I was in college, again, to have my own money. Um, but honestly, if I did have a job and I had my own money in there and that money was taken away from me, I think I would have gone nuclear. Thankfully, you know, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't really like my own money. You know, it was in my bank account, but obviously my parents were giving it to me. So, you know, what can you do? Now I have a job. I work for the man and now the man is giving me my money. <laughs> So it's a little different. I don't know. I don't know. I get paid next Friday too. Like, oh, great. I mean, most of that's going to go to my rent anyways. But yeah, I think now is a great place to end. This has been the, what did I say? Seventh? <sighs> Let me just look so I can be right. Because like I'm embarrassing myself on here every single day, not knowing which, not every single day, every other week, not knowing which freaking episode number this is like let me just let me just go let me just see um what episode is this no this is episode eight what did i say what did i say at the beginning i hope i said eight at the beginning if i didn't say eight at the beginning it's episode eight of the running my mouth podcast um follow me on twitter because again if you're not following me on twitter you're only getting half the story and uh, thank you for allowing me to run my mouth. I need to take my rugs out of the dryer because they've been in here for about 30 minutes now. So I'm going to have some nice... Cl I love a good clean rug. Anyways, I have to go.